0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Senior Care Live, Kansas City's only talk radio program dedicated to helping you be the very best caregiver that you can be. And if you're caring for your mom, your dad, your grandparents like I did, your spouse, or any elderly loved one, you have absolutely and definitely tuned into the right program this morning. I'm Steve Keeker, President of Senior Care Consulting. I just want to thank you for joining me here today. I really, really appreciate you. Spending part of your Saturday morning with me here on this program. And of course, all of my awesome guests that I have on the program and on senior care live. I provide the straight talk to help you make critical life decisions with confidence. And again, this is all about taking care of our aging parents and other elderly loved ones. And if you have a question about this program or how we can help you and your family, call now. It's a toll-free number, 1-800-331-6445. And operators are standing by, so call now, Toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. If you're new to the program, you just want to check it out, learn a little bit more, uh, that's great. Just go to the website, SeniorCareLive, L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. And if you visit the website, be sure to sign up for the e-newsletter, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and let's get connected socially. If you want to learn more about my firm, Senior Care Consulting, you can check it out at Senior That's i n g Senior Care Consulting. dot com. And my firm offers a highly specialized, very, very personal service where we help you find the right senior care facility for your aging parents and other elderly loved ones. So, for example, if home is no longer an option and you need to make a move. To another place, whether that 's independent living, assisted living, nursing home alzheimer 's dementia care, etc, that is the space, the niche area that we operate, and again, we can save you a a, a serious amount of time. Uh, through that process, we tour the places with you. We conduct a performance audit. So, uh, I guess a long story short, we provide you a, a wealth of in-depth, objective information about all of these places, all in an effort to help you make the best decision you can. And that's, uh, that's just a, a little bit about My Firm Senior Care Consulting. And if you're a business and you're interested in uh, discussing becoming a partner sponsor, that would be great. Uh, Again, call uh, 800-331-6445, or you could uh, let us know about that at SeniorCareLive.com. Let's jump right into this today. Today, I want to talk about uh, the subject that is on the rise, and that's the subject of elder abuse. And, and this is serious business, folks. It's uh, uh, it, this is a subject that makes me just very, very upset. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to uh, contain myself uh, uh, today. Uh, but I, I just again, the mis- mission of Senior Care Live is to provide information, education, and resources for those caring for an elderly loved one, and that's what we're gonna do today on the subject of elder abuse. And unfortunately, elder abuse is happening more and more, and as our be- uh, economy becomes uh, you know worse and worse, you have so many people laid off, it's just – sometimes it's just getting bad out there. And so you see family members taking advantage of their elders, and I I just think it's shameful. And so I want to talk about that. Elder abuse can be physical. This is pretty obvious uh, to see and identify. And it's just something I just don't get it. Uh, Elder abuse can be mental or emotional in nature, you know, yelling and screaming at someone, putting a person down, belittling them, causing them fear of some kind. Uh, And again, I I do not get it. Elder abuse can be financial in nature. And and this is the one that I want to spend a little more of a focused uh, time on today. Elder financial abuse is the illegal or improper use of another person's money or property resulting in the abuser's profit or gain. So let me repeat that. Elder financial abuse is the illegal or improper use of another person's money or property that results in the profit or gain of the person who is doing the abusing. So some examples of elder financial abuse are uh, so say cashing checks without authorization or permission, misusing or stealing a person's money or possessions, coercing or deceiving a person into signing a document such as a contract, will, power of attorney, it could be any contract, improper use of guardianship or conservatorship or power of attorney, or improperly transacting the sale of tangible property such as real estate, vehicles, or other tangible property. And here's the scary part. And again, I I don't get it. This is not the cloth that I am cut from. Thank God. But here's the scary part. More often than not, the abuse comes from within, from within your circle, meaning from a family member, a son or a daughter, a brother or a sister, or another family member, even a person's spouse. And again, I I don't get it. Elder financial abuse can also come from others, such as the long-lost relative. Haven't seen Aunt Peggy for 30 years. All of a sudden, she's mom's best friend. Wow. Long-lost relatives. Paid caregivers. Uh, It could be a professional coming in. They're supposed to be helping you. Volunteer caregivers. It can be a professional hired uh, for the elderly person, such as an attorney or accountant or another another professional service provider. Uh, someone making a repair in the home, befriending the elderly person and then taking advantage of them. It could be someone's guardian. It could be someone with a legitimate power of attorney document. It could be someone from church or your hairdresser. Quite frankly, it could come from anyone at any time, unfortunately. So here are some of the signs that may indicate elder financial abuse. Changing or adding names to a bank account or a signature card. And wow, you hear about this from a lot of folks at banks that they know, they know Sally has banked here for the last 30 years and and they're watching out. And and you really get that more from the smaller banks from the than uh, as compared to the larger banks, but uh, a lot of folks at banks are very protective of their elders. Which is cool. It's a great thing. Uh, Look out for sudden changes in banking practices. All of a sudden, they're withdrawing lots of money. They haven't done this for the last 20 years. Why is that happening now? Changing beneficiaries on an insurance policy or an investment account. Unexplained withdrawal of money from a bank account by the account holder or a person accompanying the account holder. Wow, that would look really suspicious. Misuse of a debit card, withdrawals from an ATM machine, new and sudden change in purchasing patterns, such as, you know, mom has never shopped online in her life, and now she has 10 purchases this month from Amazon or another online provider or retailer or whatever. New applications for credit cards or lines of credit or application for debit cards. All these are uh, uh, signs that uh, indicate the potential for financial elder abuse. Uh, grocery store expenditures have gone up way over and above what mom has averaged for the last, uh, you know, period of time. You check your credit scores and find that they've applied for credit cards or a new car or a house or apartment rental, a personal loan. Uh, And, you know, you might find uh, some alarming things when you check the credit report of your elderly loved one. Checks that are written out of sequence. That's a pretty good one. Can't tell you how many times I hear that, you know, way deep in that stack of checks, a couple of checks are missing, Ah, they're going to turn up and then you need to go after that. Uh, Mail that is forwarded to another address. Sudden changes to a will, property title, deeds, or other documents. Unexplained missing funds, valuable items, or property. Receiving poor care from a caregiver. Bills that go, here's a big one, bills that go unpaid even though there's enough money to pay for them. Well, where's that money being diverted to? Forge signatures on financial transactions, uh, property titles, etc. Lost relative, uh, long lo- here's the old long lost relative again. Suddenly becomes your mom's best buddy, and suddenly they care. Suddenly they're very concerned and involved. Boy, there's a huge red flag. Unexplained transfers of assets, services that are being provided unnecessarily. So how can you protect yourself from becoming a victim? Don't sign blank checks allowing someone else to fill in the amount. I've never understood that, but don't do that. Lock up your valuables, money, credit cards, etc. Don't leave them out in plain sight. Don't respond to phone requests. Often these things are scams. Don't give a stranger access to your uh, personal finances, your personal anything. Check your financial statements frequently and carefully. Check your credit report quarterly. Sign up for one of these credit monitoring services. Uh, that's a great investment. Don't sign any document that you're not completely and thoroughly comfortable with and that you understand thoroughly. Do not be pressured by family, friends, caregivers, or anyone to do anything that you are not comfortable with. And never sign over property, deeds, titles, or anything without legal review and an absolute purpose to do so. And after the break, I'm going to continue on elder abuse and specifically focusing on financial elder elder abuse. I'm going to tell you how to report it. Who do you call? I'm going to provide the phone numbers for you, and I'm also going to provide uh, or post a senior care trivia question. We have a little fun with that, where I'm going to give you a question, give you time to think about, and then I'll give you the answer later on in the program. So, this is about elder abuse and how to identify it. More after the break. Don't go away. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1 800 331 6445. Operators are standing by, 1 800 331 6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. And for more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, so call now, 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, if you do not have a radio, no worries. You can stream this program to any electronic device by going to SeniorCareLive.com. Dot com. Just click the Listen Live button, and boom, you're in business. It is really that simple. Now, back to the subject matter of elder abuse. And, and again, I'm focusing on elder financial abuse. We talked about uh, you know, the different types of of uh, of elder abuse and, and you know focusing on uh, elder financial abuse we talked about where it can come from some of the signs of identifying that and then how to protect yourself from becoming a victim of elder financial abuse so if you see this happening who do you call and what do you do so to report elder abuse of any type neglect or exploitation Here's who you call. I'm gonna I'm gonna divide this into Missouri and Kansas because they're different numbers. So the Missouri's Adult Abuse and Neglect Hotline uh, responds to reports of abuse, neglect, and financial exploitation. If you suspect that someone is being abused, neglected, or exploited, here's the hotline. Write it down: one eight hundred three nine two. 210 Again, in Missouri, to report abuse, neglect, or exploitation of an elderly person. 1-800-392-0210. That hotline operates 365 days a year. Pretty cool. Now, in Kansas, there are two different numbers. Not to make this too confusing. If you call one rather than the other, they will forward you or give you the other number. So they split it up into, if you're in a facility, if you're being cared by licensed professionals, here's one number. It's 1-8. So if you're in a, in a hospital, in a nursing home, uh, if you're being cared for by a home health agency, you're receiving medical care. 1-800-842- so in Kansas, you're receiving medical care, you're, you're in a medical facility, etc. 800-842-0078. And that's uh, investigated by the Kansas Department on Aging. And then they'll take the appropriate steps if necessary. If the abuse, neglect, or exploitation occurs elsewhere in Kansas and does not involve a licensed provider, again, a nursing home, hospital, home health agency, etc., then Adult Protective Services will investigate that. And here's the number, 800-922-5330. Again, 800-922-5330. If you're driving and you're like, "Man, I, I need those numbers, uh, but I couldn't write it down cuz I'm driving, etc. You don't have a pen or whatever. Go to seniorcarelive.com information and resources. You can find all the numbers there anytime day or night. And if someone out there is walking the line and or you're actually committing abuse, you should know that law enforcement is notified when a suspected crime has been committed, you've been warned. There's your warning. All right, we're going to shift gears and let's get on to uh, uh, some some happier subjects here. I told you I, I tackle the tough stuff on this program, and I mean it. Information, education, and resources for those caring for their elderly loved ones and the elders themselves. It's what this program's all about. All right, I'm going to throw out the old Senior Care Live trivia question. This one isn't an A, B, C, or D like last week. This one's a true or false. So here we go. True or false. Paying a family member cash for providing care for their mom or dad may trigger a Medicaid penalty at a later date. Is that true or false? Paying a family member cash... For providing care for their mom or dad may trigger a Medicaid penalty at a later date. Is that true or false? The answer will be in the next segment. All right. So let's shift gears here again. Want to uh, introduce my special guest, Judy Wechter. She's a registered nurse and community educator with Crossroads Hospice. And Judy, welcome back to Senior Care Live. Thanks. Good afternoon. All right. Um Let's see, we're going to talk about, well, we'll talk about all kinds of good stuff in the third and fourth segments, but let's, let's jump in and, and, uh, just uh, briefly review our save the date in our Mm -hmm. free upcoming educational event. And, uh, uh, so we're going to, you titled this one and you're so good at that, by the way. We need to talk what you need to know first. And, and that's, that kind of covers everything. This is all about elder law concerns and preparing for difficult discussions and conversations. This, this program, this one's just going i mean they're all good this one's just going to be really super good i think
1: i think it'll be a really good update on in more than one way i'm Bill Hammond will be giving a lot of good information that most of us don't know until it's too late. Um, We would have done things a lot different if we had known up front what our options were and those type of things. So learning from him, the ins and outs on things like Medicaid, how to apply, um, personal assets, um, all of that type of estate planning. But then you also get into little known benefits like the VA aid and attendance benefit. And, of course, there's changing Changes, I guess, coming down the line for that. So this is really timely for anybody that is in a um, over 50. Whether it's for themselves or their, their family members. Or
0: their elderly loved ones. And, and, uh, if, if folks do not know Bill Hammond, he's the president of the Elder and Disability Law Firm. Uh, he has practiced this very specialized area of law, elder law, for, uh, probably more years than he would care to admit. Long time, he's, he's been referred to as the grandfather of elder law. And, uh, he is, uh, just, He's an excellent speaker, uh, and and I asked him to uh, let's not do the the basics here. Let's mm-hmm. cover information that is absolutely not. Widely known. He's going to be talking about timing issues and challenges. Uh, He's going to provide state-specific uh, differences, and uh, it, this is going to be absolutely fascinating and, by the way, extremely valuable.
1: It will be, and especially living in an area like this where we straddle the state line and frequently have family members not only living on either side of the state line or seeking health care. They may live in Kansas, go to a physician over on the Missouri side. Those type of of details can be very important. You can get the wrong information from a well-meaning case manager at the Missouri Hospital, which won't apply to you because you lived in Kansas. And Bill's like a lot of us. He got into this because of personal experience. Mm -hmm. He was into a personal situation without the knowledge base to take care of it. And realized what a need there was for this elder law and disability um, out there in the community. So his is also fueled by by personal passion and personal experience.
0: And and that is huge in my book. Um, if you've, it's one thing. To to talk about it, it's another thing to have lived through that and had that experience, and then apply that experience in your profession. I just think it's a much more powerful uh, delivery uh, when you've been there, done that. So uh, he, uh, we're calling his uh, his part of this when going through a minefield. It's best to follow someone who has been there before, and uh, and that's what this is all about. And, Judy, right after the break, let's continue. Uh, to I want to uh, talk about your part of the presentation, then we'll give out the particulars about how to sign up, et cetera. So for our listeners, stay tuned, and don't forget, we're going to answer that trivia question right after the break, so don't go away. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, Call now toll free 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, so call now toll free 1-800-331-6445. And if you think someone needs to hear this program, but they're not tuned in, this is super simple. Go to seniorcarelive.com, click on the podcast tab, and you can listen to a podcast of the program by date, uh, by topic, etc. Time you want 24 7. How about that? All right, so let's answer the Senior Care Live trivia question. True or false? Paying a family member cash for providing care for their mom or dad may trigger a Medicaid penalty at a later date. What is your answer? The answer is true. If you pay your adult children cash, or check whatever to provide care for you, and within five years from the last payment, you apply for Medicaid to stay in a nursing home, you will be penalized. They're going to call that a gift. Now there is exception to this. Uh, if there is not uh, okay, so so let's talk about the exception. Let me let me. I'm getting ahead of myself here. There is not a penalty if you have a properly written and executed care contract, which is basically an employment agreement. So with that's the exception. So without a care contract, Medicaid will consider payments for your care a gift, which will result in a penalty if you move to a nursing home and you need Medicaid to pay for that care and if this happens within five years of the last payment made, is that confusing enough? All right. And it is confusing. And this is what uh, this is. I ta- I consult with my clients every single day about all the ins and outs and gotchas uh, about all of these type of things. So that's just part of it. But anyway, hopefully uh, you had a little fun with that back to uh, my, my special guest here, Judy Wechter, uh, RN and community educator with Crossroads Hospice. And Judy, um, I am so excited about this upcoming free educational event. It's coming right up to Wednesday, August the 19th, and we're going back to the Matt Ross Community Center. That's a great place to have one of these.
1: It's very convenient. It's it's easy to get to from I-35 or 435 down in downtown Old Overland Park just a block off the of Metcalf. It's right there at 81st and Marnie, and it's uh, got good car- parking. Um, it's just a nice facility, nice people there.
0: Absolutely. The event is from 9 to noon. So 9 a.m. to 12 noon. Show up at 8.30 to check in, sign in, enjoy a free continental breakfast. And, uh, here's how you register. Uh, a couple of ways. You can register online by going to seniorcarelive.com. Right there on the front, front page, it'll say educational event, free educational event. Click that and it'll be talking about all the details here, the when, where, the time, all that stuff. And you can just simply click online. And it'll take about 60 seconds to sign up. And again, it's totally free of charge, a free educational event. You can also go old school, Judy, and I might even do this. Um, You can register by phone by calling Crossroads Hospice at 816-333-9200. So if you want to register by phone, that's great. That's 816-333-9200. And don't forget for our medical professionals, nurses, nurses, Social workers, you can leave with a with a certificate, uh, continue education credits three, continue education credits right there on the spot. Now for some of our other friends and and the medical professionals, right? So, uh, physical was, physical therapy, sure. maybe occupational therapy.
1: If they wanted to attend, they'll have the materials to self submit to obtain they can, their credit.
0: They can self submit, but mm-hmm. uh, but for our, our nurses and. Social services, social workers, you walk out with the paper in your right. hand. Yes, they'll yeah, get
1: that there. Mm-hmm.
0: That's pretty awesome. My wife's an R and she just finished up all her stuff and has her brand new license. So she'll need to start chipping away at these things right away.
1: That's right. She will. And of course you can always do a Google search um um with Eventbrite. Just go on there and click in the, the title of the seminar or the date and it'll bring you to the site. It's on Crossroads website. I think we've made it about as easy as as we as we can.
0: Absolutely. We need to talk what you need to know first. So Elder Law Concerns today, Bill Hammond is going to talk about uh, uh, some uh, not widely known information. It's going to be fascinating and valuable. And then, Judy, you are our other presenter, and I am really looking forward to this. You're going to be talking about preparing for difficult discussions and how to have these these tough talks and, and these conversation starters, uh, but with grace and and with love. Well,
1: we all need to be having these, and none of us, to be honest, wants to go there. And whether it's in my own personal life or whether it's been in my professional role, there's too many times where you have that dawning come over you where you realize that you know what's going on and recognize it, but everybody else either doesn't or has not been willing to to look at that. So if it's okay, let's take a little bit of time, and and we can talk today about what to do. But for more in-depth information on how to do it, the workshop will go into more of that on the 19th. Yeah. So
0: you'll give us kind of a teaser.
1: Well, yeah. And just some, some little tidbits to give sure. you an idea of what it'll be about. And some of this came about just because it comes up in healthcare quite often. And everyone assumes that if you're in hospice that you know how to do this stuff. But to be honest, we're not taught how to do it. And even though we get a lot of experience working in healthcare, it really does help to have some tips on how to deal with these type of, of things. There was a survey done just this last year in 2014, and it was done with a nationwide home care company with adult children. They had to have at least two. That's a silly statement. They had to have two, uh-huh. both parents um still living and over the age of 65. And they were to provide the top three topics that they would most not want or dread discussing with their parents. And it was a little bit interesting what came in. Now, number three isn't a big shocker, although it's kind of ironic that it's still a problem all these years later. They don't want to talk to him about sex. Um, so we don't have a seminar coming up on that yet.
0: Now, let, let's just stay away from we'll, that We'll we'll, we'll, mess, we'll skip
1: that one. Um,
0: not going there. Nope.
1: Not as surprising. Uh, they didn't want to talk about their end of life plans and yeah, that's, that's not a big shock
0: that's uncomfortable
1: but number one more so than end-of-life plans more so than mom's incontinence um financial issues funeral planning the number one topic was taking the car keys away really number one
0: i wouldn't have guessed that
1: 94 percent of people dreaded that conversation over three-fourths, three out of four, but it was actually 79% said that um telling their parents they were taking away the car that they were no longer fit to drive was the most uncomfortable conversation they wow. could possibly have with them. And in fact, a third of those people said no one should have that conversation with their parents regardless of how unsafe they believed their parents to be in as drivers. And about half, I think 55% of those, um, felt like if the conversation should happen, they shouldn't be involved, but one of their other siblings should.
0: Oh, my gosh. So you're telling me that these people would rather talk about sex with their parents, uh-huh. with their elderly parents. Uh-huh. They would rather talk about end-of-life issues yep. more. They, they'd rather do that than talk to them about the keys, the car yeah. keys.
1: I was taken aback by that. I didn't expect that. Yeah,
0: that's crazy. My list would not have been prioritized quite that way.
1: Well, you know, it it just was surprising. And um, it it kind of led me to to looking at this topic when we were talking about Bill's topic, because Bill's topic is one of those that somebody somewhere has to initiate all this Mm -hmm. and be willing to have these conversations, which probably include one and two. Bill doesn't, I think. I don't think he goes into the sex piece, but number one and two are issues that he has to deal with. The taking away the keys comes up in these conversations, yeah. as well as making um decisions about where mom or dad might need to move. So there's two or three things that I'd like to encourage people to do as they prepare for these types of of conversations. And it's not that... um we don't know that there's a problem or that we don't know what to do about the problem it's that we're struggling with how to bring the subject up and that prospect of having a, a tough talk regardless of whether it's about um driving or moving or incontinence issues those um top those conversations can be tougher than the topic is itself and caregiving is going to be loaded with those type of conversations throughout the course of um of of working with your in your caregiver roles. And the first thing I'd encourage people to do is appreciate why it's so hard, not just for yourself, but for your siblings and any other family members that might be involved in that. Acknowledge that you're in a tough spot and that it's hard to talk about these delicate issues. We have our roles in our family, and it may be inappropriate to call our parents out on some of these things. There's concerns about privacy issues. Um, Many of us don't discuss our own money or our personal health um, about ourselves, much less about our parents.
0: Well, and this is like, uh, for most people, unchartered territory. We're not. Exactly. This is not a natural thing. We're not trained for this. This is no. just like way off the grid.
1: And that's the next one. It's a lack of knowledge, literally. And. It's a challenge to talk about things when you don't feel comfortable about them. Many adult children don't have any experience dealing with these issues until they're confronted with them with their parents. So they're, they're going in cold. And that close, sometimes you have families too with that kind of a, closed lip history. Um, if you never talked about difficult things before, it's going to be very difficult to start talking about them now. It makes us all a little bit squeamish. Mm-hmm. Um, we never wanted to think about this in the first place. We're afraid of um, the consequences. How are they going to take it? We've been in denial. One more day isn't going to hurt. I can't deal with it yet. Or just not knowing where to start
0: wow and see and i am just i'm really looking forward so you're you're giving us a kind of a taste of this but in the workshop judy wechter will be getting a a lot more in-depth into these things and right after the break we'll continue uh, some examples on how to have the difficult discussions it's all part of the free upcoming educational event we'll give you a lot more detail right after the break so stay tuned don't go away Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. And for more information about this program and how we can help you and your family, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by to take your call, so feel free to call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Uh, back with my special guest today, Judy Wechter, registered nurse and community educator with Crossroads Hospice. And, uh, Judy, I am just so looking forward to this free educational event. And if you missed it from uh, the last segment, we have a free educational event. It's on Wednesday, August the 19th. It's at Matt Ross Community Center, uh, basically one block west of 81st and Metcalf. It's in a great location. It's a great venue. Nine to noon. So nine to noon, we will end promptly at noon get you right back uh, to work or along for the rest of your day uh, register sign in at 8 30 enjoy a free continental breakfast and then we'll start promptly at nine o'clock to register you can go online at, at crossroads com, senior care com, senior care com, or you can simply call eight one six three 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 ninety two hundred to register by phone bill hammond Elder Law Attorney will be discussing some incredible information, uh, and then Judy Wechter with Crossroads Hospice. We'll be talking about uh, difficult conversations and how to start those. Uh, And I also want to just quickly uh, mention our sponsors, this program, Senior Care Live, Crossroads Hospice, Crossroads Hospice Charitable Foundation, my firm, Senior Care Consulting, and then, of course, the Elder and Disability Law Firm, which uh, that's the law firm that Bill uh, owns and operates. He's the president of the Elder and Disability Law Firm. So, uh, Judy, back to uh, these conversation starters. This This is huge.
1: It's very important, and then again, it's it's for the family and friend caregiver as much as it is for the healthcare professional, because we really all have these situations coming up, and we need to be able to to do it not just in our personal lives, but to guide those in our professional roles also. And one of the things that that makes that very important is is to remember the consequences of not speaking up. These are usually much worse than having the talk itself. Oh boy! Back yeah. to the driving um, example. If you have a parent with erratic driving, literally they can kill someone. Um, there was another incident of this just this week where someone drove into a, a building. In the case of some of the dementias. I heard,
0: I heard about that. Was that from an it, elderly person with yeah. cognitive impairment?
1: I don't know how cognitively impaired, but that same strip mall, I was actually in the grocery store there a couple years ago when someone drove into the grocery store. Oh so my gosh. there seemed to be magnets in those buildings uh, over there.
0: But it's, it's dangerous, you know, and, and uh, sometimes you just shouldn't drive.
1: Right. And we have to look at that. And even things like, well, we don't want to move them out of their house, but then Grandpa wanders off and we've got a senior alert or Grandma left on a burner and now we've got a fire in the kitchen or whatever it is. But if you can focus on the worst that could happen, I know we usually say don't focus on the worst, but if you will keep the worst in mind, if you were to say nothing that will give you some of the fortitude to move forward with these conversations. And, and that's, You're preventing these things from happening.
0: And that's a good point. This is uncomfortable, but how would I feel if X happened?
1: Right. It's nowhere near as bad as what will yeah, happen. Yeah, so that if makes this a
0: little mm-hmm. more doable.
1: Exactly. We also want to consider that the the person that we're going to be talking to may have some of the same concerns that we do. And often they know something's wrong, but they've got their own reasons to be reluctant about bringing it up. And, And we end up with kind of a conspiracy of silence going on there. So opening up the possibility, expressing your concerns may actually be a relief to them, especially if one parent is resisted to change. The fact that you're letting your mom know that you know it's no longer safe for them to be at home alone mm-hmm. and that you'll help carry that burden with the father, with her husband. That's huge. She mm-hmm. doesn't have to do that alone. Um, another one is is to think about your gains, not your losses. These hard conversations typically revolve around a type of loss. They're losing driving or independence, maybe autonomy or, or health care issues. And there's a lot of great grief as well as guilt that goes with that and, and that colors our our viewpoint on it. It makes it more emotional instead of an intellectual type of an issue. But by acknowledging those losses, we can also find and focus on what's going to make their life better for this other person. Um, even in the grimmest circumstances, there's going to be small improvements that result from this and that's mm-hmm. part of what we're looking for. Help the person. See and be more comfortable, safer, happier, whatever we're aiming for. But try and focus on the positive benefits that are going to come out of this, regardless of how small they are. We also want to get prepared. In other words, get your ducks in a row. Um, we don't want to just jump in head first and have a, a potentially awkward discussion or a blow up that could have been And that means that we need to prepare ourselves with facts. As you mentioned, many of us don't know what we're in for. So we need to learn about it before we start these conversations. Um, Research it, talk to their physician, talk to other people, get an idea about what you're looking at as far as outcomes or potential outcomes so that you're prepared for that. And that way, it will help you not only come across as more knowledgeable, but you'll also be viewed as more trustworthy. And of course, you're going to feel much more comfortable and confident if you've done your homework
0: first. Absolutely.
1: Um Pick the right moment. Um may seem like there's never a right moment, but there are times that you can discuss some things in a, a setting that you can set up to be successful that normally you would... Uh, Fall flat on your face if you did it the wrong time. I certainly wouldn't bring some of this up when I'm sitting in the dining room at the assisted living, within earshot of several other people. But maybe over a private breakfast. Maybe you and your your parent go to first watch the first Saturday of the month, something like that. Pick the best time of day for them. Uh, make sure they're in a good mood. If they're not, postpone it. If you're competing with something else, that that wouldn't be the best time to to get involved in this conversation. And combine that discussion with a pleasant activity. Maybe you're both sitting there um, unraveling yarn or doing a crossword or you're doing a, a jigsaw puzzle, something that is a pleasant activity that you normally do together, repotting plants, going for a walk, just sitting outside in the evening with dessert. But set the stage to have a positive encounter versus setting yourself up for one that that isn't going to go well. And then the last thing I'd encourage people to do is, frankly, just be, be candid. When you finally do jump in there, um, use, use some candor to keep things friendly, whether that's, um, kind of making a, a joke about it and say, you know, I know, I know if I were your nurse, you'd, you'd fire me, but I'm your kid. So I think you're stuck with me, but I need to talk to you about something. Or maybe you, um, Or just honest, you know, I feel like we've been ignoring something and we just can't ignore it any longer, Mom or Dad. I don't know how to talk about this, so I'm just going to jump right in here with with what I've been thinking about. Um, It's going to be hard for me to say it. I'm sure it's going to be hard for you to hear it, but if it's hard, it's probably
0: important. And a lot of times, um, I think it goes way, way better than you had ever imagined. You, You think it's just going to be awful. You might be surprised.
1: Frequently, we are. Um, New stages aren't always fun, but there you are, and you want to make the best of it together.
0: All right. So if that – that's the tip of the iceberg. Judy Wechter is – Judy – Look, I, I call you this, this walking encyclopedic, uh, uh, knowledge base. Fly
1: trap. I feel but, like a fly <laughs> trap. Stuff just gets stuck in there.
0: But, but I always love, I always learn something, uh, when I'm around you. And, uh, so if, if this has piqued your interest, folks, you need to sign up for this free educational event coming up on August the 19th. So definitely do that. And Judy, thanks so much for being here today. Really, really appreciate it. Thanks, Steve. All right, and to everyone listening, I am so honored that you spent part of your day listening to this program. Thank you so very much. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live.